Day 122. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So Psalm 140, man, calling out for protection from the evildoers. Verse 4 kind of captures it. Protect me, Lord, from the power of the wicked. Keep me safe from violent men who plan to make me stumble. Then he goes on and says, um, Verse 9, when those who surround me rise up, may the trouble their lips cause overwhelm them. It seems like in the first half, he's kind of talking about physical problems. Like, right. man, I'm about to get got, right? right. And then in verse 9, it's like, now nah, they talking crazy about me too. And, you know, I think it's both, right? Like, I think the text is trying to say, like, he is in danger. I think that's clear. But, um, you know, the psalmist, bro, doesn't just tell us that physical violence can damage us, but that uh, words can too, right? right? Like, the whole sticks and stones don't break my bones. But words will never hurt me. Is the greatest lie of all time, right. right? Like they can destroy, they can pierce people on levels beyond our imagination. And he just calls on the Lord, right, to do what he always does. I know that the Lord, verse twelve. <laughs> I know he's like, I know the Lord upholds the just cause of the poor, justice for the needy. Listen, cries in the midst of oppression and confidence in the midst of oppression are two things that we can hold on to with both hands. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he starts off and he asks God to be a shield, yep. verse 7, but then he's like, wait, 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 God, I need a little bit more than that. Yeah. I don't just need you to defend me. Right. I don't just need to be on the defensive. Hmm. I need you to be on the offensive. I need you to rain hot coals on them. And you just see just somebody who's finding yeah. this source of protection and comfort and security in God and not things. Verses 12 through 13, he, plays, he prays for comfort i know that the lord upholds the just cause of the poor justice for the needy surely the righteous will praise your name the upright will live in your presence what he's saying is man i know how god gets down and i know how his people get down too they are mm. relieved they are protected and i think for us man the application is it's important to know god mm. because your sanity in confusing times is at stake he can be in the midst of this and say, but God, I know how you get down right. and I know how your people get down. So I know that this time is confusing as all get out, but I know that I'm good. At least I can keep my sanity even while my surroundings seem confusing. Yeah, that's good. Psalm 141, he moves further <clears throat> and you know he talks not just about Psalm 140. He's like, yo, what they own, I need, I need your help. What they saying, I need your help. But it's not just about their words, it's about my words as well, right? He prays here like that his words to the Lord will be pleasing in the Lord's sight. And I think um, you know, we should remember that God takes our words mm. seriously, right? And we should too. And, you know, he's also asking, like, hey God, like guard my heart, right? Because mm. we know that after our words and after our hearts comes our deeds. Right. Right. And you know, as Christians, we don't repay evil for evil, as we've said a ton. But then he talks about um, just this way in verse five, like he kind of transitions. It seems a little out of place. Let the righteous one strike me. It is an act of faithful love. Let him rebuke me. It is oil for my head. Uh, let me not refuse it. Even now my prayers against the evil acts of the wicked. Um, and he switches gears, bro, talking about this righteous rebuke in the middle of this psalm. But I think what he's trying to get at is that a righteous person is someone who welcomes rebuke, rebuke, right? Yeah. And correction, right? From the righteous, right? right. And I think that so much is revealed about us and how we respond to the feedback that is given to us. That's good. Right? And so it's like, 
I, I think, yeah, it's getting that like, yo, these problems, all these things is coming. Like, let me stay faithful in the midst of it. And when somebody come through to check me on some stuff, let me respond. Let me well. see it as an answer to prayer. prayer. Yeah. yeah. That this is a Lord, don't let me compromise. Yeah. And by praying, this is an acknowledgement that, look, my willpower is not enough right. to guard me against the evil right. that I know now is bad, mm. but will but I know given the right set of circumstances will seduce me in That's the good. moment. So God, I know that my willpower is not enough. Yeah. So Lord, protect me right now. Mm, yeah, this is a an unpopular prayer. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like but it but we often think, bro, that the absence of correction is the goal. Like right. yo when I finally get it all together, that's when I'm mature, right? Like, that's when I'm where I need to be in the Christian walk. No. But what he's saying is saying, he's saying a better go will be striving like for the right response to correction, not the absence of correction. This is what I'm saying. When you get it all together, yeah. you'll be dead and that'll be <laughs> heaven, right? <laughs> so right, right. if you're waiting until you get it all together, yeah. you're waiting for your funeral and for people to eulogize you right. until you get that's a good. new body, that's right? Good, bro. In the meantime... The goal is that we would respond rightly to correction. Amen. 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 Yeah. Psalm 142. <clears throat> I cry aloud to the Lord. I plead aloud to the Lord for mercy. Who, listen, who we trust in in times of trouble mm. is revealed in who we turn to in times of trouble. Yeah. Right? So I love that about the Psalms and particularly this one as well. It's like when there's an issue, it's like who are you going to go to? Right. Right? Like who, who are you going to go to? And the psalmist shows us like, no, 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 no. Like we, as, like we're Christians, bro. Like we, right. like I remember one time we was in church <laughs> and uh, you was like, I think you were like maybe service. I don't think you were preaching. You was like, yo, the reason we pray is because we believe in God. <laughs> and it's like, it was so simple, but it was like, no, we really like, no, like we really believe like, yeah, we need to talk and act like we actually do, bro. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Look, look, look <laughs> like, no, God is actually up there. Like for real, like real team. He's made it all. Facts. He listens to you. Yeah. And he has the power to respond. Yeah. So you run up against things that cause your shoulders to slump and right. you can't lift them back up. Right. You run up against things that cause the hair on the back of your neck to stand up. And regardless of all the gel that you put, you can't <laughs> get it down. You run up into problems that you can't solve. Can't solve, bro. And you don't pray? Yeah. No, listen. Come on. <laughs> God is actually real. He's actually real, man. And uh, yeah, like sometimes, like like I've said before, like we we're, we're sometimes just functional atheists, bro. Right. Like mm. we say we believe in God, but it's like ah nah. When them tests come, you see who you really trust in, who you really laying on, right? This is what I'm saying. And he starts yeah. off saying, "I cry aloud yeah. to God." This is not hyperbole. This yeah. ain't the no, silent prayer where your mouth moves before your meal that you sit down and you don't want to <laughs> yeah. bother anybody else. Yep. He's saying, "No, I'm so desperate. Yeah. I'm talking out loud because mm -hmm. God, you gave me this mouth and this chest and these lungs mm. and this voice, and I'm gonna project my voice until you hear it." Mm. Yeah, and it's good too because um, it's interesting. At least like it. This theme kind of flows into 143, the last song of this bunch. And, uh, you know, he's just like, hey, same thing. Like, yo, I need to experience your faithful love in the morning. And uh, I love what he says at the end of that. He's like, reveal to me the yeah. way I should go. Mm. Right? Like, because I appeal to you. And I think one of the things, bro, that we have to remember is that God is God. He's in control. 
but like God also guides, bro. Mm. Like he really, and I can testify this in my own life. Like, yeah. I'm sure you can too, man. Huh. It It's really crazy. It's remarkable, man, yeah. the more I reflect on it. Like, no, no, no. I asked the Lord to guide me in this decision. I asked God, and he did. And he did. He really did. Imagine bro. that, man. Ooh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He's real, right? He really did, bro. Yeah. And um, I think, man, like, yeah, like our our windows often need to be defrosted. Right. Like mm. we just can't see things, especially when things are hard. Oh, that's good. And God is the one who takes the steering wheel. Yeah. He 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 does this, bro. He's Amen. different. He can drive when your windows are foggy. He still can can take you where you need to go he still can drive that car so he yeah. asked for revelation and yeah. i think we should ask for that too not in the sense of like god help me to write scripture right <laughs> but like reveal to me right in my own life yeah where you want me to go what you would have me do Bro. and watch what he does yep. yeah psalm 143 right yep it just starts off and he's saying lord hear my prayer charles spurgeon would say it like this once you've prayed over your concerns and you feel unheard it's time to pray over your prayers, mm. right? So it's like when we were adopting, yeah, um, there would be times, bro, where we would call, you know, her health care and call and call and call, and it would be hard to get through. Mm. Now, because it was hard to get through, I'm frustrated, not just because of the issue that we had, but now the new compounded one of, no, 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 I can't even get through. So then I hung up the phone and I called another line about the fact that I couldn't get through, right? Yeah. And so what he's saying is, God, no, 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 I've prayed. But now I'm, nah. God, all right, I'm calling the other line saying, God, hear my prayer, yeah, right? Yeah. I've, I've really got to get through. Yeah. Verses three and four, man, stuck out to me. Just where he says this, yo, for the enemy has pursued me crushing me to the ground, making me live in darkness like those long dead. My spirit is weak within me. My heart is overcome with dismay. And all that I would say is, yo, if you're here and you know the feeling of being crushed to the ground, uh, you aren't alone and you aren't misunderstood. Mm, that's good. That's good, man. Yeah, I think um, the last thing I'll say here, bro, is that... uh. You know, ancient Israelites, believers in this time, man, they they didn't have such a false separation between the physical world and the spiritual world mm. like we do now. And so everything was because, like, you know, in, in their time, like, God is angry. It's, it's not raining. Oh, it's, it's a wrap, you know. And I'm, I'm using hyperbole a bit. But I think that we should reclaim, bro, just the idea. Like, we, we see things just physically. Like, we just live by sight. Right. Paul, instead of by faith and not remembering that what happens in our physical world like has to do a lot with our how we're relating to the Lord. Yeah. And um yeah, like I think we we tend to treat God in our problems in our lives yep. as a last resort. Mm. I'm gonna try all the methods I want to use. Right. I'm gonna go to everybody I want to go to. I'm gonna do what I think is best. And then in a in a in a bout of desperation at the end, I'll just go to God. But yeah. I think what the psalmist Psalms want to do, they want to they want to train our spiritual reflexes, bro. Mm. Our spiritual responses to be prayer. As Amen. soon as something goes wrong, Amen. we should run to our Heavenly Father who cares for us more than we could ever possibly care for ourselves. Amen. Amen. Yeah, let's pray. Father, we ask that you would put it on our hearts to run to you. And as we run to you, we would find you with open arms, God. I pray our experience of the next time we run with you would be a good time so that uh, we would run to you the next time, Father. Thank you. We love you too.